Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Robin Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where each week, <coughs> excuse me, I bring you a dynamic guest. Today our guest is Robert Hollywood Moreno. Robert is a professional producer, entertainer, network marketer, and producer of teams and results. He and his partners have built five companies over the last 18 years. He brings to the table a wealth of knowledge and experience, along with a sincere heart for the betterment of all he works with. Robert has been performing and speaking around the world in multiple languages for a myriad of audiences. He loves God, his country, his family, fitness, music, and dancing, as well as building entrepreneurs and learning more every day. Robert's love for people has taken him around the world as a co-host, master of ceremonies, performer, producer, and featured guest speaker. A veteran of film, television, and stage, Robert enjoys being a host and MC for the Celebrity Red Carpet event, such as the upcoming RBN $14 million Newport Beach Yacht Cruise and the strategy, the Menifee Valley Chamber's Strategies for Success Women's Conference at the Menifee Lakes Country Club, April 17th. Robert is always welcomed for his dynamic personality and his enthusiastic, crowd-pleasing flair. He has built teams well over 10,000, including now the biggest opportunity he is bringing to the table for everyday people, that of mobile apps and gaming revolution. Welcome, Robert. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you, Robbie. It's a privilege to be with you. Thanks for having me. And I, when you, I love it when we mentioned that fourteen million dollar uh, yacht because that's how we met about seventeen years ago on that that's yacht. Right. So that's pretty cool. I have to be able to go out on it again this time. Uh, let me ask no, you: How did you first get involved in entertainment? I understood it had something to do with your father. Well, yeah, my father uh, played the trumpet during the big band era for eighteen years, and uh, got out the road to marry my mom, and then uh, they were together sixty-two years. So I got to see my father and the uh, effect that music had on him, and it was pretty uh, pretty powerful for me, um, just watching how deeply it affected him. Because, you know, he'd be watched listening to music, and I'd be like, Dad, Dad. And he just, you know, I could see his fingers going, and he was just gone. He was just somewhere else, you know. And then eventually he'd see me, oh, yeah, son, what do you need? You know, and I'd be like, oh, I was going to ask you. He said, wait a minute, listen to this. He said, see this in the background, that Ziggy so-and-so. He knew all the players. He knew all the people in the band. You know what I mean? And I was just like, it was like, see, so he was at the Palladium somewhere playing. You know what I mean? In the forties, uh, oh, just wow. right there in the room. So he kind of started me off with a love for music and how big of an impact you know it has on people, including my, ourselves, obviously. What are some of the big shows you have performed at? Um, well, I've been really blessed to perform at. Uh, like uh, the Hollywood Bowl, I did a great show there. Uh, it's a beautiful venue. The uh, Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. was also beautiful. And it sounded like angels playing. I was with the National Philharmonic Orchestra. And I was a lead singer and a, a, a dancer and an MC there. And just I remember waiting to come out backstage and hearing the violins playing, just like, oh, my God, these people are amazing musicians. And then I've been blessed also to do... A, a couple of uh, halftime shows for the Super Bowl with uh, up with people and some other great groups. 
That's fabulous. What are some of the small yeah. shows you, you've done to give back to the community? Well, I, you know, I do a lot of um, hospitals or convalescent homes, prisons, burn centers, um, mentally retarded centers, uh, old folks' homes, that kind of thing. Um, you know, a lot of the events that we do to develop uh, children or, you know, uh, advance women or do any of those things, uh, those are all community events. And especially I love doing events for veterans, you know what I mean? Because I feel like we don't say thank you to them as often as we can. And uh, uh, I'm doing my best to to, to follow in uh, Bob Hope's footsteps, you know what I mean? That whenever the veterans need me, I'm there to do a show for them. That's cool. That's cool. Well, you are such a person that cares so much about not only the community but people itself. Um, I know they call you the Miracle Man. Uh, and I understand you've had some major life and health cha- challenges you've had to overcome. What were they? I, I did have some major challenges, but like all of us, we all have challenges. You know what I mean? Sometimes when we're going through it, we feel like we're the only ones uh, getting uh, affected like this, and you know. Um, but when we ask questions like, why me, or how did this happen to me, that doesn't take us anywhere. It's an endless loop question that takes us the wrong direction. Um, so I was doing a performance in Phoenix uh, for about a week out there and just wore myself out. I don't drink, so I, it wasn't like I, you know what I mean, was uh, just hung over. I just was tired, you know, because we were rehearsing a lot. We were performing for about 1,500 people every night. So I drove back from Phoenix to California, Southern California. Then I was doing another show in Costa Mesa. And at the show, before I was going to go on, I was like, I'm having hard time breathing and so uh, a dear friend of mine rushed me to the hospital uh, Hogue Hospital in Newport Beach was like high end beautiful place uh, you know top shelf medical crew and uh, they said you have pneumonia we're going to keep you overnight for observation and then uh, uh, my immune system was kind of shot so uh, I went into a coma the next day for about 45 days and while I was in a coma I got MRSA there and um the doctor said, he's going to die. There's nothing we can do. And my mom fainted, and my family's like, what? You, you know, my dad said, you said you could operate. Yeah, but now he's got MRSA. we got no cure for that. Well, we got we got to try. we got to do something. And so several months later, you know what I mean, they had cut me a few times, and my back opened it up and scraped my lungs and just done some incredibly uh, invasive, uh, not fun things at all to try to get rid of this, but it wasn't going anywhere in their opinion. Um, so as you can imagine, God and I had some big talks, you know, because after about three months in the hospital, I'm like, what are we doing, God? Are you taking me home? Because they're telling me every day, you know, this guy's going to die. Just keep him comfortable till, till he passes, you know? And I'm like, you know, I'm not deaf. I can hear you. I'm sitting right here. Hello. Um, but uh, I said, you got to tell me, you know, I mean, I feel like you want me to keep going because I got kids and family and friends and I'm making a difference in my community and you know what I mean? But you got to tell me right. because this is hard. And uh, I got a sign in about a week that said, get out. This is not your destiny. So I did. It took another couple of months for them to release me. But when they did, I, you know, I'd lost 60 pounds. Um, I'd been on my back for months. I couldn't walk or talk. I had a trach. And dialysis machines, all that stuff. And uh, the doctor said, you're the miracle kid. He's the one that gave me that name. He said, I don't know how you survived. I did, but uh, a lot of prayers, obviously, from all over the world. But um, he said, that's the good news. The bad news is it's going to be two years before you can walk or talk. 
And, um, you know, they just sent me home. I didn't go to physical therapy. I didn't go to, they just, they just sent me home. Um, and I think people forget, you know what I mean? That sometimes we have to reinvent ourselves because at right. that time you know, running a limousine company and an entertainment company. Um, but they're very funny. If you don't make payments, they just come pick up everything. Um, that's true. So I lost everything, you know, that was physical, but I still had my friends, still had my family, still had, you know, God and the people that cared about me. And I believed that I could come back. And my parents rented a hospital bed, put me in front of the TV and said, all you got to do is get better. You know what I mean? Now you're home, just, just get better. Because I lost it all, all the physical right. stuff. But the most important stuff, I got to keep. That's how they call me the miracle man. How did you get led into network marketing? And doesn't that industry have a very bad name? You know, it kind of does. Um, I was playing uh, football in high school, and I was pretty decent. You know, I got a scholarship to play in college. uh, And actually, while I was in my senior year in high school, I met uh, one of the original gold diggers with Dean Martin. Her name was Lynn Morris, tremendous lady, extremely powerful, a gifted dancer. Um, and she choreographed the show that I was in because I was like the tough guy athlete, you know what I mean? I only did rough man sports. Um, you know how you have a lot of testosterone when you're in high school? So right. um, that's how it kind of started. Uh, and so I went to college on a scholarship to play ball, and then I got injured uh, playing football. I, I played for 12 years, never got injured, but when I didn't have the linebacker behind me that I've had most of my life, I got injured that that season, and I had to make a decision, you know, what am I going to do? Because the doctor said, you're, you're not going to be able to play again. Um, so I got more into dancing, and I needed to create income. And uh, at the college, basically, you could do part-time things. You can work in the student union, you know what I mean, or just do goofy things for, I don't know, a few dollars an hour. Um, but I got invited to a, a workshop where this guy, this young, good-looking guy, and at that time, young, good-looking was 28 or 29 years old, you know, uh, Greek. Uh, I just thought, man, this guy's got it going on. I don't know what he's doing, but he was uh, he had a great personality. He was going out with Goldie Hawn. I mean, I was just like, wow, I want to be like this guy. And he was doing network marketing. And he said, if you do what I tell you, I'll teach you how to make more money than you've ever made, which I hadn't made a whole lot. So that wouldn't have been saying much. Um but uh, And it cost $50 to go through the training. And that's all I had saved up to take a girl to the dance. You know, it was $50. And I'm like, holy moly, I give him this money. I'm, I'm not going uh, to, I mean, I'm going to have to make this money back. You know what I mean? Or my name's going to uh-huh. be mud uh, with this girl. So, but I gave it to him. And my roommates all thought I was goofy and I was going to go to jail and the guy would never make it. But I started working with him. And I learned things, and I was just like, what? I mean, he just taught me how to leverage my time and um, not just get paid, you know what I mean, for exchanging time for dollars. He showed me how to leverage the the work that I was doing, and I was so fascinated with that. So that's how it started, you know what I mean? Um, It started in college when I really didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any skills in in networking or network marketing at all, you know. And it's funny because people – uh, they go to medical school for eight years, you know what I mean, to be a doctor, but they don't go to a weekend seminar to learn how to network. They just they think, I'm just going to show up and wing it. And it, right. it doesn't work like It took me a while to figure it out, but I, I finally, finally got it. 
What are some of the companies you were involved in? Um, I think like most people, you know, I was involved in Amway and Shackley and Herbalife. And, I mean, I just I did them all after I got out of college. Herbalife, ironically, uh, the, the founder of that company, Mark Hughes, used to work for a friend of mine selling suits. That's what he did. But he was always a health nut. And he told my friend, I want to start a company. And my friend would tell him, Greg Chapman, who's a tremendous businessman in Beverly Hills, told him, you can do anything you want. You know, I mean, he's very encouraging, just a great individual, a great father and a husband. Um, anyway, and so Mark started that company, and then it got enormous. And so I was friends with Greg, uh, and then Greg invited me up, and he said, uh, Mark Hughes wants to come to his house. And I'm like, who? The, the founder of Herbalife. So we went, and um, long story short, we spent a little time with him and learned quite a bit, and that was fabulous. Uh, worked with the tax people, uh, YTB Travel, Max International, um, you know what I mean? Just a lot of different companies uh, that, that were doing great things, and then they would have a beef with the industry, or they, or the, the some of the owners would get an ego. That's part of the reason why the industry has a, a, a bad name in some areas, because some people... Um, they don't bring a lot of integrity to the thing, but it doesn't matter if it's network marketing or networking or any kind of company. If they don't have integrity, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? They're they're going to be short-lived. But as a, when you just come in as a distributor, it's hard to figure that out. Now, thank God, you know, 15, 20 years later, I have a much better uh, measuring stick. I can take the pulse of a company and, and evaluate it a lot better. Plus, um, I got to spend a little time, about three years, on the road with Tony Robbins. Um, and you want to talk about life-changing uh, events, you know what I mean? I did every seminar he had, and then I went back on staff with him and um, just absolutely soaked up everything he had to say because uh, I needed it. You know, I needed to grow. I needed to learn. And uh, he was a, a, a tremendous mentor for me, tremendous it was kind of like your university. Yeah, that's where I, I mean I went to college and then I went to really went to school with Tony. You know what I mean for three years just to, for like master's classes or doctorate classes because he gave me a PhD in results in, in right. uh, showing me how to produce them. What are some of the projects you are involved in now? Um, I uh, I just was very fortunate. My son is a uh, swimming with the Junior Olympics at, in Golden West College uh, in Huntington Beach, uh, and all the people in his his dorm or his uh, apartment are they're all athletes, swimmers they recruited from all over the world. A couple of guys from Spain, one from Puerto Rico, one from China, um, and I had the good fortune. I, I traveled with up with people, uh, which is an international educational group that started in the 60s, 65, and this year is their 50th anniversary actually. Um, and so I, I still do quite a lot of work with them. Uh, my son actually went to help with people, the camp in uh, Washington, D.C. and Virginia for a couple of years and uh, spent time with Tim Lane, one of the finest individuals I've ever met. Um, and he helped develop him. You know, there's not many people you trust with your kids. But this That's guy true. I knew would take care of his, his kid, my kid, like he took care of his. And so we just we went to see up with people yesterday and reconnect with them and what are we doing and um, we're starting a, a, an hour like a young people's up with people for people that are uh, 
8 to 13, and then the camp is from people 13 to 18, and then uh, the actual traveling on the road is for, this cast had 20 different countries involved in it. They sing in 14 languages. Wow. Uh, two hours. Yeah, tremendous, tremendous group, and doing a lot of community involvement. You know what I mean? They're about a week in every town, and they're doing three or four community days uh, in every town that they're at. So that's one of the one of the great. Are they doing anything our, special for their 50th anniversary? Something huge, yeah. They're doing one uh, in uh, Orlando, Florida, cause, because there's a lot of people from Europe that will come. So they tried to make it as easy for them and as easy for the people in the United States, so they'd all have a a place that they could all get to. You know what I mean? Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, there's a huge 50th anniversary going on in Orlando this year in the summertime, which I am extremely excited uh, to go see. There was actually a friend of mine was here from Orlando who I grew up with and she toured, you know, we toured together, uh, but she moved, she married a doctor, moved to Florida. So I haven't seen her in a couple of years. So I was thrilled to see her at the show because her daughter is actually traveling in the cast that we saw yesterday. So, uh, yes, that's going on within. So loving that. You know, and then just, uh, you know, producing, doing personal development for people. I love that, you know, through music and business and growing teams. You're also a great speaker, so you're available to speak, too, for corporations and organizations as well, aren't you? I love people, so it makes it very simple, you know what I mean? I wasn't very good when I started. You know, my knees knocked, and I was you know, I got better because I liked it. And it was a skill I wanted to pursue and sharpen my sword every day. And, yeah, so I, I love speaking with groups. And then a lot of times we'll do a song, you know what I mean, where I'll sing a couple of things or I'll have somebody, you know, that I know can sing come with me. Um, i got a great friend, Lydia Abbott, who's a, a gospel singer all over the world. And when she's in town, I try to do things with her so we can do a little uh, performing together. But, yeah, so the corporate events and speaking and uh, weddings, um, you know, just developing people in, in general. And putting together Women. shows for uh, organizations is another great talent you have. Oh, I know boy, I've, that... I've had the ability to work with you on many, and uh, they always just come in so perfect, and everything just comes together. 17 years, Robbie, you and I have known each other and been affecting people, and it really it's been a, an honor and a privilege um, to work with you because, I mean, we do the NAFI events, the National Association of Female Executives. We do, I don't know how many chamber events. And, I mean, we just did one, you know, uh, with the Cougar Girls. That was a, that was a great name um, uh, for a couple of people. And then also people. you've done stuff with the Women's Club, too. Sure, sure. I mean, we'd be here all day trying to figure out all the names of the companies we've worked with. But, you know, um, one of the things that I really still has a vivid place, and besides all the wonderful talent on the ship and all the things that you do, was I remember we had a mutual friend who loved music and loved you, but she was sort of in a coma. And I remember you put some music together and came to the convalescent home that she was in. And I remember you playing that music and her big smile coming on her feet, on her face, and her feet moving. So uh, that just sort of showed me that people in comas really do hear. Yeah, and there's no question about it. They're they're not deaf for sure. Um, and that was uh, Carmelita, our friend, uh, 
But see, that's when it's really a privilege, you know what I mean? I just brought a little CD player or MP3 player, I don't even remember. But I had background music, and then I sang to her, because she and I wrote some words for her, you know, about a song that already existed, um, an Eric Clapton song called, you know, You Look Wonderful Tonight. And it was about that I was going to come pick her up and take her to the dance, because she's told me before she went into the coma, I don't think I'm going to make it to the dance. I said, you have to come. I'm bringing you. You know what I mean? Right. So we got together. That was extremely um, meaningful. It was a, for it me. was such a beautiful it was such a beautiful moment. One of the most incredible moments that I ever experienced. And and to see that smile on her face and watch her feet move, that was just unbelievable. Yeah, her family was pretty shocked. <laughs> right. Um, was How do people get asked, in touch with you? Well, everything has to do with Robert Hollywood. It's really easy. Uh, my email is roberthollywood at me, M-E dot com. It's an Apple ID. My website is roberthollywood.com. Easy. Um, uh, they can call me if they like. Uh, it's uh, 949-698-2975. Again, 949-698-2975. Um, they can get my viral business card because, you know, kind of doing that viral thing. Got to love that. Uh, it's www.roberthollywood.biz, B-I-Z. Um, they can call me there, and we're off to the races. I'm happy to speak with anybody, you know what I mean, about uh, doing anything, personal development or growing their business or whatever they need. Also, this uh, you're involved in, a, uh, a, I think it's uh, the Paid to Save, where it benefits so many people. Tell a little bit about that. Um, Pay to Save is an app that uh, my partners developed. Uh, they're the geniuses. I'm just helping market it, but uh, they came up with this app, and uh, it's basically free. We give it to people. You just have to be invited. You have to have a code, uh, and I'll give it to people. Just remind me. But um, uh, what this app does is we put on local merchants, and we worked on it for about a year and a half. About seven months ago, we actually released it, and it took us about maybe two months to get a 1,000 people to download it. Well, that was uh, seven months ago. Now we have 65,000 people who have downloaded. Um, we started with zero merchants, local merchants, you know, like pizza places or dry cleaners or, you know, um, where people get a discount, 40% off of their dry cleaning or buy one pizza, get one free, you know, kind of like Groupon, only Groupon on steroids. And now we've got 3,000 of those, but uh, because so many people have downloaded the uh, the app, all the big box stores wanted to get on. Thank you, God. You know, uh, Sears, Macy's, Penny's, Go, Best Buy, Walmart, PetSmart. So over the last two months, we've added nine thousand big box stores, including restaurants like Chili's or Mimi's or Outback Steakhouse, where you just show the app. And you know what I mean? You get a free appetizer or buy one entree, get one free or get a free uh, onion loaf thing, whatever that thing is they, they got. You know what I mean? There's just all kinds of great, great deals. 125,000 offers that they can get every single month for absolutely free. And isn't this a, a business that they could actually get into uh, and be part of your team? Or how, how do they connect and yeah. how do they yeah, get that- started? There's a there's a couple of ways they can do that. If the, they'll get in touch with me, uh, well, first I'll tell you how to download it. They're going to go to their either the Google Play Store if they have an Android phone, or if they have an Apple, they're going to go to the uh, the App Store, and then they search for paid P A I D number two 
save, uh, no spaces, just paid, and number two, and then save, and then say install, download. It'll start doing it, and then it'll ask for a code. Uh, the code, just so they have it, is 20833. Once again, 20833. It'll say Robert Marino, continue. And then they have to make sure, because it says, tell us your uh, what's your login with your email. You have to make sure they go in as a new user because they have to set up an account. It's just their personal account. Nobody sees that except them. Um, but once they've got that, it's on their phone. And anywhere they go, basically 9,000 stores anywhere in the United States, uh, all across America, they can save money or buy one, get one free or get 40% off or something spectacular. You know, um, the other thing that I will do for our listeners, because I know you have some great people out there, Robbie, um, you know, is I have a, I've been uh, blessed to spend some time with some great, great mentors. I mean, great mentors. Uh, Les Brown, Paul Zane Pilsner, Mark Victor Hansen, that kind of thing. If people will send me an email and let me know that they would like to see, uh, there is a movie that just was released. Um, but it's like a private label movie. It's called the the Rise movie, Rise, and it's the it stands for the Rise of the Entrepreneur, and it explains um, why the time that we live in is fantastic, not good, fantastic time to become an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Whether people are working at a regular job, God bless them. You know what I mean? Um, I'm psychologically unemployable. I tried to do other jobs for other people, but I wanted to build my own dreams. So with part of paid to save and part of the apps and then part of the gaming that we're doing, all these things that are coming, um, you know what I mean? The idea is we want people to build their own dreams. They tell us what they want to achieve and we'll tell them how to do it. Um, so I will send them if they will email me and or call me, you know, and get me their phone number and their email. I will send them, uh, a copy of the Rise movie that they can watch for free, and that's twenty dollars to to get the movie. But I'll send it to them for free. I just want to make sure they're going to watch it, you know. Um, but okay. And what great, is your email again and your phone number? Uh, my phone number is nine four nine six nine eight two nine seven five. Again, nine four nine six nine eight two nine seven five, and my email is Robert Hollywood at me m e dot com. Um, so yeah, if they get in touch with me, I'll get that to them. And if they go to my viral business card, the www.roberthollywood.biz, and just click on the link, it'll download. It'll say one, two, three, four. And if they go to one, it'll say, okay, what kind of phone do you have? And then now you can download the app from there. You know, if they don't want to put the two zero eight three three in, they can just do it from there. And then all my contact information is at number four. Uh, there's four numbers, one, two, three, four. Number two is a Steve Jobs video. It's three minutes. It explains how it works. Number three is the merchant video. Uh, here's the other great thing. For anybody that has a brick-and-mortar store anywhere in America, um, I will put them on the app as one of your customers, one of your clients, and one of the people that's listened to you because they're smart enough to be here for one thing because I know the great things you do, Robbie. I will put them on as a merchant for free charge them nothing, and put them in front of 65,000 clients. I just have to take some basic information, name, phone number, email, send it into the office. Once they get approved, uh, literally in 24, 48 hours, they're in front of 65,000 people who didn't know they existed before. 
So what type of people are you looking to partner with 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 you besides myself? Well, uh, there are people that are a lot like you. You know what I mean? They're young at heart. I don't care how old they are. You know what I mean? If they're skinny or they're fat or they're men or they're women, I just care what their heart is, and I care where they want to go. It doesn't matter where they've been. I want to know where they want to go because, uh, you know, the, the biggest journey starts with a single step. We just have to figure out what it is they want to achieve. And I got people, thank God, friends, you know what I mean, that uh, are making $100 a month, and I got friends that are making 10000 a week and everything in between. Um, so we don't set any limits on people. This is one of the things I, wor- I love about the network marketing industry is there are no uh, preset qualifications. It's like, well, you know what? You don't have a master's. You don't have a doctorate. You don't have – so you can't start. You can start at any level. And it doesn't matter where you start. It just matters that you start because the skills are acquirable. You know what I mean? It takes skills for sure, but it's not like it's 100 of them. It takes about seven, seven skills that people could learn, you know what I mean, in short order. Um, and we we work as a team, you know what I mean, to teach our people, make sure that they're profitable, make sure they're understanding what they need to do uh, to grow their business, to grow their clients, and to help other people. That's our idea. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, we have about forty seconds left. What is the one? What is one goal that you have for yourself? Ah, uh, well, I have a. Mine is to develop personally uh, every day. Uh, Tony calls it "kanai," constant and never-ending improvement. Um, uh, mine is to uh, show people by the example that I'm leading that we all have challenges. I promise you, we all get them. But we can get up, and we can do them, and we can do accomplish things together that we can't accomplish, you know, by ourselves. It's a lot easier if we're working as part of a team, other people that surround you that believe in your your, your desires and your beliefs and where you want to go, they're supporting you. You know what I mean? And if you have people that aren't supporting you, it's okay. Just be patient. Get rid of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to butt yeah. in, but we're at the end of our half hour, Hollywood, and I want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Robbie, God bless you. God bless the people that listen to you. God bless America and the people who love her and protect her. It's a privilege to be with you. Thank you so very much. All right. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. <laughs> 